TJ Weber, Nick Yale, and producer Nick Tolly. Bruise on the balcony. What's up, guys? Welcome into this edition of Brews on the Balcony. Balcony, balcony, balcony. Back for another Monday episode, Tuesday episode. How we doing, boys? How we doing? Well, I was uh, out at the pool this weekend, and I got sunburn for the first time in the summer. And it's one Is of those that feelings right? that it's like painful, but you're also kind of excited about it because it's the first sunburn of the, the year. You know, it's summertime officially. The pools are back open. Nonetheless, my my thighs are red as tomatoes because I didn't have any sunscreen. I feel like you never learned that, Nick. Like that's like the first thing you learn when you go out to the sun. You got it. You got to lather up, baby. You got to lather Normally, up. Normally, I'm very good about applying the uh, the uh, the fluids on my body, but what? Not this weekend. I was not. We were grilling. Yeah, you do use lotion. We were grilling some foot-long dogs on the grill. We had the the, the fire going because it's about 65 degrees. So it's a little cool outside, but with the fire, it felt like it was like 80, so it's perfect. So we got these Dude, like fire pits. Guy? Were you in, in Reno? You were by the pool? Yeah. Yeah, just out at our apartment complex pool. Nice. nice. So first weekend, I haven't been traveling in a month, So which is, is exciting. So nice to just relax for a weekend and not do shit. Kind of hang out. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I did see uh, you were out by the pool. There's been a lot of pools starting to open up in the St. Louis area. Oh, my gosh. Summer days. Getting exciting, man. It's pool season. It's pool season. Got to get that good tan on, TJ. I know you've been working on the body. So now you get the- I've hit I've hit about a two-week uh, laxed period. You know, oh, you're, on a, you're, on a, you're on a lull now? 17 days in, in March or something like that. I was on fire. And then April hit. No, I got a little lazy. Got a little lazy. It's like you got a bachelor party coming up. You got a birthday coming up. So you just take the month of April off. I mean, you won't get you. I mean, I'm going to Las Vegas this weekend. I know that that's going to be a weekend filled with uh, booze and McDonald's and White Castle and Subway and all kinds of great. (laughs) White Castle. We don't have that out here. So I'm trying to eat healthy today uh, or this week, I should say, until you know, until we. Go on the trip, but again, I'm in a situation where I still still busy guy, still recording shit, still doing stuff at work, still got stuff going on. So I'm gonna try to get, uh, I'm gonna be the the Superman here and go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday workout, Nick, and get that body primed and ready to go for vacation. Are you laying off the booze at all? I mean, I know you were just on the front cover of like St. Louis Magazine with the beer there at Schlafly, but uh, are you laying off the booze before the trip at all, doing a little detox? Nah, I mean, I think that's the plan. I drank a little bit on Saturday. Uh, we had a, a couple brews over at Big Web's house, played some games. It was good. Thanks for time. the invite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm staying away from it till Friday. I don't know. I mean, I had a bad episode about two weeks ago. I mean, you heard Laura how bad that, uh, that you night were. Was so you were fucked. Oh, I went out and worked that wedding that night and came back on Sunday to drop all the shit off. You were you were in in shambles. Yeah, not in great shape. A little bit. You know, you're in a bad spot when you can't make like a one thirty tea time. Yeah, it was so bad. It's <laughs> one of those that those hangovers that just linger, and you sit there like a total asshole. Because I got Tali and Zook, who I've never played golf with. We've been talking about it all week. It was the course I picked, and then I didn't show up. So I was like, yeah, that's a dick move, but I swear to God, I'm going to puke four more times if I go out there. So it was worth it was worth staying on a couch. It was. It was. Sometimes you just got to you know sit back and wallow in your losses. Yeah, and that's the thing is you just you got to know that uh, sometimes you're going to take some tough L's. So some Sundays are going to be tough, and you're going to have a uh, full day recovery, Nick. It's we're not 20 anymore, Nick. We're no, it's, I was going to say, we're, get, 20, we're so getting 27 years old here. My body's basically telling me, hey, motherfucker, you can't, you can't party like you did in college anymore, big boy. And if you no, do, you, maybe, yeah, I'd stay with the same alcohol. You know, don't be a dickhead. Don't be taking down rum and, and vodka and, and uh, whiskey all in the same night. Maybe just don't, maybe stay away from the Vegas bombs. You know, you know, pretty obvious. Yeah, you don't need to drink the wine, the whiskey, and the beer. You, you can lay off one of them. Pick one and stick to it because our, our bodies are not what they what they used to be. I just got done with a four-day weekend, weekend in Vegas for uh, the March Madness tournament. And luckily, we had uh, we were able to 
pace ourselves a little bit working so didn't have to get too rowdy but nonetheless still uh was a little hungover what was that a toby keith song nick i ain't as good as i once was that's pretty probably i was thinking of of the the beer wine whiskey by little big town which i just listened to in the car on the way over here that's that's not bad i you got you got to give me a little ditty i kind of forgot how that one goes uh let's play it right now i'll give you a little just sing the damn thing. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, I can't sing it. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a karaoke guy. I mean, come on. I, like you know, Big T and the rest of the audience. All they come here is for the the one time per month we sing a song. That's what they look forward to. Oh, yeah. Uh, great. Wonderful. Wish I could hear it. I love these headphones. <laughs> can't hear it all. I, I couldn't I mean, really I hear it. I really either. hear you guys fucking whispering. I, let me tell you something. I, I'm supposed to be professional and not bring up all these fucking problems, but we are an hour late recording because the, the damn Windows computer, which I've been working on for the last six months, fine. I've worked my ass off to make sure it's easier to work, you know, and all these predicaments. And uh, today it, it I, I open up the computer, Nick, and there's a big old red X. And anytime mm-hmm. there's a red X on a software, you know, your F-U-K-E-D fucked. 100% going to have a problem, and it's going to be a really bad fucking day. And guess what it was? Because all of a sudden, it tells me my audio is shot. I got no inputs. I got no outputs. I can't hear myself. I can't give hot takes. I got nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> and I'm sick of it. Hey, TJ. Yeah. Can you make a fist? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. What is, by the way... What is that joke? I don't even know it, but I'm not going to do it. So you're supposed to be like, yeah, and then I can tell you, cry about it. Ah. Uh, throw it in your mouth or something. I thought you'd do a motorcycle. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. I'm just saying, hey, I mean, you guys don't understand the pain that is technology sitting here and just, just completely bending you over a barrel and deciding to not work one day. It just, there's no explanation. And then the funniest part is when you troubleshoot, and you go, hey, hey, Windows, would you mind you know, fixing this? You know, I, I don't have too many problems on this computer. I already sent it in last year to get uh, everything fixed on it back in California. I said, all you got to do is troubleshoot this damn thing, figure out where my audio is. Well, I troubleshoot it, and they go, oh, well, you know, you do this, you razzle-dazzle, you pray to the gods, and, and then you uh, restart, and it just magically works. I said, okay. So I did that, and I restarted, and Nick, the Red X, was still there. It was still there, just saying hi to me right when I got on the damn screen. So, uh, you know, we went through the steps again and she said, oh, you, did you get it fixed? I go, no, I didn't fucking get it fixed. That's why I'm back on the help menu, bitch. I didn't say bitch, but, uh, she said, all right, well, tough luck. <laughs> Call customer service. I said, that's all you got. Basically hit the reset button and good luck. It's like, it's like unplugging the damn thing and blowing on the disc or something like for the N64. Like, that's what they're telling me to do. Like, this is 2021. Let's go. What are we doing here? All right, I'm done. <laughs> I was going to ask, are, is Microsoft now on the shit list along with uh, Bed Bath & Beyond? And, well, uh, no, it doesn't help the fact that I'm Dobbs, updating auto. Nick, and hoping these drivers kind of fix something here. Uh, it, it, they've, been download, they've been uploading, downloading all the loadings for about, I don't know, 20 minutes. We're still on 0%. We're still on 0%. I got three updates running. Not one of them has hit 1% on the screen. So, so no, uh, or yes, I believe they are on the shit list at the moment. Add them to it. Tally them up. Telling you. Well, at least I don't have to deal with the problem. It's not my issue. It's TJ's problem. TJ's the one that decided he wanted to have the studio in his house. So, you know. I actually believe Nick was the one that said, can you please buy a house so we can build a studio? Yeah, because I was tired of sitting in the fucking closet of your apartment with the window that was duct taped shut. That was the first studio, though, bro. Like, there, it holds a special place in our hearts. Blankets hanging on the walls. Cold as a motherfucker. Hot as a motherfucker. Gunshots ringing outside the window. Gunshots. <laughs> yes, there was a shooting there that at one time. AM, you weren't there. You didn't see it. Yeah, but I'm the one that has to walk back to and fro my car. And they're like, ah, don't worry about it. It was in the front of the complex. We're in the St. Louis area. Like, we only had gunshots once in two years. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I was laughing because yesterday we were sitting by the pool, hanging out, having a good time, drinking our drinks. 
and this argument erupted. We got these high fences because we're, you know, blessed. And so supposed to be like in our own little compound. And there are these high fences. And we just hear these like two guys arguing, screaming. I mean, dropping F-bombs left and right. I thought there were going to be fisticuffs dropped. I don't know if someone like cut somebody else off and then they pulled over and, you know, got into it, put some fingers in some chest. But uh, nonetheless, I guess one guy drove off because we heard him screech away. And then the other guy must have gone the other way. So didn't end up in anything. But I was like, hey, if we were in St. Louis, that probably would end up in gunshots. By the way, we ever going to talk about the fact that Walter from Columbia said that he's never seen Dark Knight or he's he saw Dark Knight, but he didn't care. Didn't think it was that great of a film. Have you ever? I I don't think I've I've, I've, I never watched it. I never watched it. You've never seen Dark Knight. That might be worse than not liking it. I don't care about it. All the oh God, superhero God. stuff, Star Wars, Star Trek, any of that, I don't care. When it's See, ranked in the top five all-time movies on IMDb, you give it a shot. Tolly is Pass. in the company of Big T, my father. He didn't think Dark Knight was that great. He's seen it, but didn't think it was that great of a movie. But he's not a big into the superheroes. That's the thing. It's I it thought it was so, excellent. It was so different. You know what I mean? Like It was long. It had a good, a great uh, uh, villain. It had a the hero, I mean, Christian Bale was a decent Batman. The storyline was good. I, I thought it was a the performance of Heath Ledger kind of, I mean, it's one of the best acting performances ever, in my opinion. Yeah. And so I think that probably carries a little bit more weight because some people don't really just don't like Batman that much, but like the performance of Heath Ledger, I think adds a lot to Dark Knight, the movie, because it's not the first Batman, you know, that, that movie's been done before with a couple different Batmans Dark trilogy though. It's the new trilogy. With yeah. The- yeah. The one. new one, you know, dark Knight, dark Knight rises. Who is your favorite Joker out of all the jokers that have played? So I don't think that's fair to say. I mean, I'm going to be biased and say Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger. It was a great movie, but I mean, I thought Joaquin Phoenix did pretty well. I his. haven't seen Jack Nicholson. Batman. I haven't seen Jack Nicholson. Movie. Um, I, I don't know if, if you're including, uh, Jared Leto, I, I don't think I've ever seen Suicide Squad. Like, I don't think I've ever watched another Joker, like full, full movie. I've just seen clips. Have you watched the Joker with, uh, oh yeah. If you're talking about that too. So that, that movie was different because it's yeah, really a little good, bit. but it was super fucking dark. I, I mean, didn't realize un- until the very end that when they were in the alley or whatever, that that was uh, Batman's mom and dad. Yeah. I'm spacing on what is his real name? Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, thank you. Yeah. That yeah, that, that, was, was a, that was a turn that we didn't see coming, but it all came together. Like, yeah. You saw some hints at it during the during the actual movie, but it was it was a good movie, but it's disturbing. I mean, oh, yeah. Dark Knight definitely has some dark things to it for sure, but it's more action-packed. It's not really gory. Joker's fucking gory. I mean, I mean, I think Dark Knight's PG thirteen, if I'm not mistaken, and mm-hmm. Joker's R. But like, I don't like the really gory. Like they show way too much. You know what I I'm mean? I'm trying to think. Outside of the the one scene at the end, was there any other gore involved in that, or was it just the one? I mean, the one scene at the end was like that was pretty. Well, yeah. Okay, if we're talking about this, if you haven't seen Joker and you don't want to have a spoiler, pause now. Pause now. Yep. Four minutes. So the scene when he's in the apartment, he kills like the other clown. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, out of nowhere, just stabs him to death. Yep. And it's like that—that that was really gory. I'm like, what the fuck? So. And then he shot the guy in the head, which I think De Niro's character, the talk show host. I don't know if I saw. No, I thought he was going to shoot himself. That—that's what. I, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Well, then and, the ends up to. You decide for yourself because they were trying to decide if it was all a dream because he's in a mental hospital. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. There's like a whole twist to it. So it's good. Tali, I'm yeah, sorry yeah. if you ruined it for you, but it's, uh, it's a good flick. It's a good flick. Yeah, I totally I'll forgot about the whole fact that he's in a mental hospital. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That was, it was good. a good movie, but it was, it was it's disturbing. Movie. Like it, I don't, I usually can watch that stuff and that one was like, oh, he, my won, God, that's... he won the Oscar for that, didn't he? I don't know if he won an Oscar or not. That's a good question. I, I think he... I'm going to look that up. I think he did. Because I think that's when he went on his political rant. Yeah. Like it's like one of the top search things. He's searched Phoenix. Yeah, he, he won it. Yeah. Yeah, best actor in 2020. Heath Ledger won best supporting role uh, in 2009. Dark Knight. 
so which go. oh yeah because chris i always wonder how they determine that especially when you have like co-main actors right how they determine who the who the uh protagonist is and like the main protagonist well, I mean, and like in a movie like that, it's pretty obvious that he's yeah. a supporting actor, but I get what you're saying on right. some of them. It's hard to to pick who's the main character or who's if there's two main characters or just one in that situation. Speaking of movies, so I put out uh, something today. You know, we've we've asked about what's your favorite movies, top five, your favorite actors. We've had brackets with that. Uh, but I had an interesting one. What's a movie you've watched 10 plus times in your life? It can it can be one of those things that you don't watch all the way through, but you've definitely like sat down and you've been scrolling you're, and you're like, Oh, that's on, I'm going to watch it again. Or you've actually gone out of your way to like put the DVD in or go rent it again. And you've watched it 10 plus times. Do you guys have any movies you've watched that many times? Yeah, I have two, one field of dreams, favorite sports movie of all time. I haven't watched it in a while though, but Anytime it's like on TV or something, I like I watch it. I do have the DVD. I have the deluxe version, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm hashtag I'm hashtag blessed. And then I also have uh, Shawshank Redemption, my favorite movie of all time. I you often watch that for the first. I mean, I believe you. It's just that's a that's a that's a time you got a long movie there. You know? Oh yeah. Well, normally I'm introducing it to to new people like who haven't seen it before for the first time, and so like to me that's just like a staple in cinema that if you haven't watched you have to definitely go and check it out yeah the only one that really popped up to me was oceans 11 that was instant i mean i've watched that so many times uh i believe i've seen sandlot 10 plus times i watched that yesterday for the first time in like three years still holds up that movie is so good i mean i don't know what it is about that movie but i'll never hate it (laughs) it's like one of the best probably my top three sports movies of all time i'm guessing uh, and then I would say, remember the Titans might be a play for 10 plus times. What else, man? What else? What else? Toy Story for sure. I don't know if you count like each movie or not. I guess I would, but I've watched that. See that one, two, three for sure. Probably five times at least. I've seen the first one a ton. And my, my mom claims that when I was a little kid, uh, my grandma would come over and babysit me and I would just play Toy Story on a loop. Like not like oh I want to move on and do something else no I would just I would watch Toy Story like two or three times so easy kid I, to manage there yeah so I don't I don't really know how many times it, it could be up in the fifties I, I I can't remember how many times I watched that as a kid but uh, but yeah that's that's up there for sure Inception I think I've watched a bunch holy shit really that's that's another one you're gonna yeah. take out some time man yeah I mean again those movies that are like I don't know those movies that are like thinkers. Those, those are the ones that give me like Sixth Sense or um, Fight Club. Like yeah. all those movies that Shutter Island that have like kind of weird twists to them or aren't just like a Saturday afternoon, sit down, pop it on. But movies you actually have to watch and think about. And though the, I enjoy those a little bit more. One I just watched yesterday, which is a have watched many times, fan favorite of both these individuals, Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake, Friends with Benefits. Great movie. I've never seen that one. You've never it's seen Friends good. with Benefits? Good no. stuff. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. It's on. So that's the thing. I've noticed a lot of these streaming services have the same movies now. Did you see? Have you noticed that? Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I guess they're all being sold at the same time. Yeah, or, licensing deals. I mean, they just right. license it out. To, but it's kind of pointless. Like, I, you know, I don't want that. I want different stuff on different platforms, you know. But I guess they're basically taking it as volume. They're saying, okay, well, they're offering right. this amount of money, and that's pretty easy for us. Let's just grab it. But if I literally went through and at one point, Amazon Prime, Hulu and Netflix all had like five of the same movies. It's yeah, like, good, though, that you don't need. I mean, if, if you're someone that subscribed to each one individually, then you feel like, OK, I want that fresh content from each one of these platforms. I cancel my Hulu subscription and my Amazon Prime and only use Netflix now. And I've been I've been fine because I think Netflix has still has the best. We've talked about this before, the most original content out there you know ozarks is coming back the circle the circle comes back Sorry. on wednesday four new episodes let's go i still need to apply for the show out of quarantine now like that's that's where you move away from a show like that it's like, come that's the only full reason that. the, the pandemic has become full circle because the beginning of the pandemic is when i started right when the pandemic started is when i watched the circle and now 
year later, we have season two. I can't believe you. you're bringing back season two of that shit. I'm t- I dude, can't believe it's electric. Season one it's in two days. electric. I'm telling you, Rick from Texas would win the show. That would be my alter ego, Rick from Texas. Rick from Texas. <laughs> Rick I can't from believe they have their cast. They've already done trailers and stuff. No, I haven't seen any trailers. I actually need to go look that up. I just saw four new episodes coming to Netflix on Wednesday. And so I don't know if they're releasing them in like week over week with like four next week because they've been doing that with some of those shows. Love is is Blind got renewed. That is huge. That was an electric uh, pandemic show. And I think um, the other trashy one, uh, not Love Island, but the one where they where they can't oh, yeah. tips each other or have sex at all too hot to handle every time they bang they too hot like to handle they i think they got i'm pretty sure too hot to handle got renewed renewed as well serious yep i believe yeah. all of those yes that's I wanna, really I disappointing wanna, nick i want to know how the water boy didn't make your guys list of being watched 10 plus times because i think so that's probably did, the only one i've watched that many i did think about adam sandler movies that happy gilmore's got to be up there Big Daddy's probably up there for me, too. I liked that a lot when I was a kid. Billy Madison definitely was another one I watched. Yeah. I I, I probably have more than I think. There's definitely definitely more. Yeah. Ten ten times is a lot, though. So there's probably a lot that are like in the five to six range. Watch it five to six times, but not quite ten. The ten ten you have to have like a a second love for. It's kind of like something you've watched since you were a kid, like Lion King. You know what I mean? Like, right. Or Lion Toy King. Story. Yeah. Toy Story for sure is like, that's another Insta call for me. It's, there's no way. So I think that's where it helps that my brother is seven years older than me because I probably watched The Waterboy a lot sooner than I should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of those other movies. That was the best when you had like an older cousin or older brother that would just let yeah. you watch all the good shit and then mom would get mad at them. Instead of you, like, oh, there's a little kid. They don't know. It's like he wanted to fucking watch it. And then they <laughs> he wanted to see the tits. My mom used to not let me watch anything. So I bought The Hangover. When did it come <laughs> out? 2009. I totally see that. Yeah, something like that. So I was 15 years old and I had watched it like eight times already, but I bought the movie and she actually took it from my room and like wouldn't let me have it back. I'm like, was it I've seen not it rated R? Quoted like, what do you think? Like, there's another one. No, that's for sure rated R. Yeah, oh yeah. Didn't you have to be 18 to buy a rated R movie? Well, I think somebody bought it. TJ was using a fake ID, man. (laughs) Maybe I had a fake ID to go buy R-rated movies. (laughs) I was that kind of kid. Laura certainly wasn't buying it for him. Yeah. Well, she used to get mad because whenever she did turn 17, they thought she was like 15. She looked so young. (laughs) You give them the ID, and they're like, "No, this is you're not allowed in." And she goes, "Motherfucker, guess what? I am. I'm 17, bitch." And she did like the whole how we are when you're 21 walking into a casino. Like I'm motherfucking 21, bitches. (laughs) Go. And she did that. She goes, "I'm 17, bitches. Let's go." I own the place. Yeah, she's funny though. Some she used to when she used to get her. uh, She got her 21st ID, and she walked into her first couple bars, and she didn't get carded. She's like, "What the fuck?" Been waiting this long to like actually flaunt it and be like, "Look, I'm 21. Let's go." And then they don't even check IDs. She's a girl. Well, yeah, that's true too. That's so, that happens with a lot of my buddies though too. They're like, "This is bullshit." I'm like, yep. "Who cares?" I went. I went. Saw to a guy. me a couple weeks ago. We yeah. went to this place. Me and my friends don't get carded, and then these people come in after us and get carded. And we're like, "What the hell? We're not that old." Yeah. Yeah, you're like, What's come on, man. man? There was a guy in Mizzou one time and he got, we were standing outside Harpo's and he goes up to the guy, hands him the ID. And like, we had just gotten in and like Harpo's cards, like kind of hard, but also not really. Um, But the cops had been like walking through that weekend. So I guess they were trying to be harder or whatever guy hands him the ID. He was 22. Allegedly looks at it, says, no, this is a fake. The kid's like, no, this is literally my real ID. Guy goes, no, it's a fake. I'm not letting you in. And he's like, I will stand here until you call the cops. Bring the cops down here. And he's like, he's like, no, we're not calling. We're not letting you in. We can refuse admission. So the kid calls the cops. The cops come down and like look at the ID and they're like, why do you think this is fake? And the guy's like, uh, uh, uh. So the manager comes out, tells the dude working the door to go home. 
and not come back and then lets the kids in. Oh my God. Because I, they made the cops come all the way down there and the cops like, <laughs> this is a real ID. Like, the thing is though, I don't really blame. I mean, he probably should have known by the time the kid was like, I'm 21. Like, yeah. it's pretty obvious. But think about being in that position now. Like, a lot of the college bars don't give a fuck. But some of the, like a bar that you got a good job as a bouncer uh, and they say, don't let any fakes in. The fakes nowadays that you see are like pri- prime time. And kids they are scanning and everything. They don't give a fuck. They'll, they'll go anywhere. It's crazy. I, like, like I got my brothers tell me about high school. Like, they have kids that have fake IDs. And they go, we used to have like certain spots that we would get it from or like have like an older brother, for, somebody's older brother buy us beer. And we would go pick it up or whatever. And it was like, we thought we were so sketchy and like, we're so cool. We're like, yeah. oh, we got to get the Bud Light in the back of my Chevy Malibu. <laughs> you know? yeah. like, oh, we're so cool. And and the nat- and the natural light, we're overpaying for natural light. That's that's what our life was when we were 17. Hide my six warm beers underneath my bed. So, so <laughs> yeah. oh man, this is going to be a crazy wild Friday night. Oh, I'm going to have four. Drunk. Let's go. I'm going to have four of these natural lights and, and be fucking shit faced. Absolutely plastered. We even know what Trump meant. We had two beers. Like, oh, I'm fucked up, bro. <laughs> Relax. I got re- I got uh, told I couldn't go into a bar on my 21st birthday. Guy wouldn't let me in and threatened to keep my ID. I'm like, why would I have an ID that expires today and says under 21 on it if it was a fake? Yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's a good play. If it, it was a, it's a really smart play if it, if it is. He went, so we went right next door. That guy was like, "Yep, you're good." Went right in there, and then and then you walk outside just like briefly with your beer and just chug it in his yeah. face and said, "Just lost five bucks, bitch," yeah. and then walk back in, say, "Screw you." I mean, yeah, we again. I never had a fake ID in high school, ever. I didn't have one. I never had one at all. I never got one. I never got a real one. I just had like hand me downs. So Nick, I was in a frat. If you didn't know, obviously, oh, sick. I was in a frat. And, you know, the frat thing to do is we got hand-me-downs. So, like, somebody else's ID that they don't use anymore, they would – or they would make a copy and they'd have their driver's license for them and their ID card for us. So, we would take that. And the funniest thing would be I'd have one of my my buddy's IDs, like his ID card, and we would go up to the front and the bouncer would look at me. And, you know, he I had to study all everything. And sometimes I was so drunk and I just didn't even remember my name, <laughs> let alone the fake name. Um, and let, you know, they still let us in. But the funniest things were when we looked into the bar and we saw the guy that's on our ID already in the bar, <laughs> his driver's license. And I look, he looks at me in the eye and the bouncer looks, he looks at the ID. He looks to his left. He looks at the guy in the bar, looks back at me, down at the ID back at me and he goes get the fuck in there before i change my mind <laughs> you love to see that like, that's college for you man they just want to make money they didn't care they do they're like they're like i'm just gonna pretend this didn't happen and now that place got shut down for uh took their alcohol license away so. <laughs> well there you go i tell you what those semo bars pretty crazy my my one trip down to down to semo we uh we were watching my buddy's band play at one of like the local squares is right across the place from like this Irish pub. I don't know if you know where that's, where that's at. It was like was kind it? of on the, oh, uh, yeah, there's a bar, right? Oh, the people, D lads, delay, delay. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. yep. That's it. That's the old stomping grounds. He's played yep. dark there. That's what it is. And so like we went, we we're going to like the library and we we're going to, uh, I forget what one of the other bars was down there, but it was funny because we had these bracelets on, from the concert and so it was one of those bracelets that you like you can tighten and it's made of you know the like cloth material so you can't like just rip it off or anything but it has that tightener thing so my drunk ass was like okay i thought it was gonna be a good idea after i left the bar i'm like i'm trying to take this thing off and instead i tightened it even more and so my hand is just like squeezed i mean this thing is is tight around my wrist i'm like fuck i need to get this thing off now we are drunk and my friend's like we'll get scissors when we go to the next bar i know the bartender uh she went down there to see it was in semo and so we were like walking down this alley and my buddy picks up like a shard of glass and's like here use this and so i'm trying to saw this thing <laughs> off my wrist with a piece of glass probably looks like we're like bent over like in this alley trying to get this thing off my wrist 
and probably looks like I we're forgot. like shoot, shooting up heroin or something in the alley. Finally, we get into the bar and grab the pair of scissors and just clip it off. But it was funny because we're just like literally in this alleyway and they're like, just wait till we go to the bar to do it. And my dumb ass is just like taking a piece of glass, trying to cut this thing well, off my wrist. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, you're 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 someone coming by and bumping you away from a real problem. Oh, yeah. bad news bears. Yeah, yeah. It was there was nobody else around, so we were good. But God dang, that's scary as fuck. It was like it was on the that. it was on the top of my. It wasn't where like my veins are. It was like on top of my wrist. But I was like, that makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get it off my wrist. That thing hurt though. Trying to tighten it and can't get it off. I'm like, this is a this is a hazard. <sighs> to be this a is a hazard. Again. To be a kid again. Literally, honestly, I, I remember sitting there at 21. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to party forever. I said, it's, I'm never going to get, it's just never going to get old. I'm going to go out all the time every weekend. It's never going to get old. This is the best thing in the world. And then I turned 23 and I was like, <laughs> you know what? It's a little overrated, a little overrated. Then I hit 25 and I'm like, my old ass feels like I'm 40 already. <laughs> I'm a bitch. So you're like, I prefer to stay inside this weekend and not go out and drink because there's always that there's that point now. When you're in college, you know, you go out, oh, you want to go to the next bar? Yep. Then you're too drunk, you go to the next bar, you just keep going. Whenever you make it home, you make it home. It's there, there's no questions. And you wake up the next day, grab a bottle of water, get some brunch, and you're good to go. Do it all again the next day. Now there comes that point where you're like, hey, let's go out. You're like, even when you're amped up, ready to go out, even when you're doing on a Vegas trip, you go out. You get dinner, you have drinks, you go to the casino, you go gamble, you go out to the bar and start having a good time. But then it like 12 31 o'clock hits, and you're like, none of your friends are around, you can't find anybody. You're like, there's a line for the bathroom, you drinks are expensive, and you're just absolutely fucked off your ass. And you're like, How did I get here? Yes. And when can I leave? Yes. Like, how did I get here? What's the cheapest Uber? It's 50 bucks. Fuck me. Yep. I don't want to be here. Everybody else is. So it's better when you're the overly sober one because then you're going to make a decision. Definitely. If you drove, you're like, I'm just not having a good time. Everybody else is way out another level, you know? And then, or you sit there and you're like, I'm so fucked up like way more drunk than I thought I would be way more drunk than anybody else. And it's eight 30 type. Yeah. Of <laughs> we need to make a decision right now. We're either hitting the water hard or we're going home. I haven't decided yet. And then someone else hands you a shot and you got to make a decision right there. Oh. You're gonna hit your life tomorrow or you're going to make a turn. And we've all kept that train going saying I'm invincible. And then you have a 15 hour hangover the next day. And it's just, there's nothing worse because you guys have terrible friends. That's all it does. Head, stomach, head, stomach. I got to puke. Now my head hurts. My head hurts. Now I got to puke. I got to puke. My head hurts. (laughs) The decision making from 24 to 26 slash almost 27 here in a couple weeks has gotten a little bit better to where it's like, if someone hands you a shot, you just put it down or throw it in the trash can and just say, forget about it. But the hangover is still getting progressively worse and worse as you get older. Like it's, it's just no matter what po- you could drink two beers and, and wake up the next day with the fucking and, I throw up. Woo-hoo! and sometimes I do cheer when I throw up cause I feel so much better, but then your head just is pounding. Cause I'm sitting there going, well, why am I so weak? I don't understand. It's like, Hey, dumbass, you haven't drank water or eaten anything in fucking 15 hours. <laughs> like get off your ass and go do something. Like, You're like, how did I get here? I'm never drinking again. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. And then it just... And then you're back the next weekend drinking. And then, and maybe not the next weekend, but the weekend after that. You're like, okay, I'm going to take off like seven days of drinking. You stay in for a weekend. You be responsible. The next weekend comes I like along, that. I don't know what's going on. going out again. Yeah. Or you're in a different situation. You know, one week you're at the baseball game. The next week you're at the lake. And it fucking happens again. And you're yeah. just like... What am I doing? And then you look yourself in the mirror when you're fucked up again at 10 p.m. and you go, <laughs> I thought we had a deal. <laughs> I was telling you, you dumbass. I thought we had a deal. I thought we weren't going to do this again, let alone in the next two weeks. thought alcohol was going to be a little bit nicer to me this time than it was last time. Hey, do you remember <laughs> your liquid IV? You didn't, did you, stupid dumbass? <laughs> dumbass. And yeah, now you got to do in your life again, and it's a whole cycle. You got to do all this preparation now. You got to make sure you eat a meal. You got to make sure you get 10 hours of sleep the night before. You got to plug an IV in you, drink water, 
and before you even start drinking, because you know if you get out of if it gets out of hand, you're gonna be fucked the next day. So it's like ten, ten hours just, of sleep, Nick. I got five last night. Yeah. I'm I'm running on fumes today. Oh, I, I guys nine. have to get better control. You know, you go out, you have kind of pace yourself, you have one or two drinks throughout the night, and it's fine. You're great, you have a good time. You I don't know what your guys' problem is. I never have those issues. No, I only have it once a year now. It's one time I have a really bad night, and I had mine in the first four months of 2021. <laughs> it, it, it's only when I mix things back and forth, when when Kendall hands you the Vegas bomb and then a tequila shot like two hours later. Like That's that's the night that the night's where it goes downhill. When you do just one, just drink tequila or just drink vodka or just drink whiskey or just drink beer, It's fine. everything's fine. Everything's normal. You have a good time. It's when you just drink beer or just drink whiskey for the first four hours, and then it becomes midnight, and someone's like, tequila shots. And you're like, yeah, what the fuck? Why not? Because you're too drunk to know any better at that point. I don't get kidding. that drunk in the first yeah. couple hours. If you only had one whiskey or you only had two, you're going to be fine. You can say no to that tequila shot. Tolly, Mr. Responsible here. Need to, need, yeah. need, to have, need to have Tolly out here as your manager when you're out <laughs> drinking, being like, no, bitch, you only drink tequila tonight. <laughs> you already started on tequila. You're not drinking anything else the rest of the fucking weekend. That's what we need. That's you need, what you need. It should be like a, a little you on your shoulder, like the, the devil and the angel. Yeah. Like, hey, remember that really bad hangover you had last Saturday? You want to do that again? You want to puke your guts out and be and be hung over 15 hours? Okay, and start, motherfucker, stop it then. You should be able to see into your future of what it looks like before you make your decision. That's that, That's all you need. I mean, that would be insanely cool. You're like, is this night going somewhere? Like, sometimes is this- you do, you know what's coming. Again, you have your little, you have, you have your little moment in the bathroom, and you stare, you stare yourself in the mirror, and you say, "Hey, we know what, what we know. There's no tomorrow because we know it's coming tomorrow. So we're let's have a good fucking time. Yeah, you just commit. Figure out at nine a.m. <laughs> That's when you just commit. Yak it up. You can't ever think about it again until, and then the next day you can't regret it. You're just like, you got to get past it, get through it. That's it. That's why we need to get dancing back and like crowded fun bars because right now it's just all drinking and socially distanced, whatever, few people, and you're just drinking. Once you get dancing, once you get the blood pumping, you get the, you get moving around, get that alcohol shook up a little bit, get that energy going. You know, it usually the next day you are a little bit hungover, but your body is so sore. Your legs and your arms are so sore from dancing that you don't really realize everything right else. Crotch too. That hey, hurts. Crotch could be too. Could be. Yeah. Penny, if you have a good night, Nick, you never know. <laughs> never know. You never know what the night will Reno with all the honeys and all of a sudden, you know, his crotch could be a little sore the next day. I can tell you the honeys are not prominent out here in Reno. <laughs> <laughs> Save Wait, it. you're saying there's no hot milfs out there? There are no hot milfs in Reno. Oh, that's tough. Actually, no she's kids. for sure a milf, though. Yeah. Actually, no, nah, we won't. Eh. No, nah, we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear it now. I mean, you can't just do that to the audience now. I, mean, I won't say a nice rack, though. Yeah. Anybody I won't say. Nice I won't say who, but a few of my buddies engaged with some milfs. This past Is that weekend. right? They were milf hunters. They were milf hunters. <laughs> wow. They were out. Well, I mean, what kind of what kind of uh, one to ten? Where were where were we at here? I I didn't see any pictures. I just I just heard what they were doing. Oh, I, I didn't get a I didn't get a look see at the at the old dating profiles. You didn't get to see them, but how did they describe them as tens? I'm guessing. Uh top notch tens across the board. Right, exactly. I'm sure it was. Yeah, that's uh, that's usually how it goes. Your buddies uh lie their ass off and say like, oh yeah, she dude, she was a fucking babe, she- man. She was a babe, but never saw pics. So I don't know. Pics didn't happen. Yeah, I don't think a lot of my guys have uh, gone milf hunting too much. I, they've there's been a couple. There's been a couple nights that I've heard some stories, like uh, you know, some recent divorcee, <laughs> something with her her shitbag husband cheated on her or something, and she's like, "I want some young ween." <laughs> Is that what she says? I guess I don't know. <laughs> she's like, "I'm looking for some hot ass." I need yeah. that. I need that Dan, that Dan drop. Which one? Oh, hot ass. Yeah. Country Dan. This is, it's all, it's all, we need an engineer, Nick. That's what we need. We need an engineer. (laughs) We got, so we got some shit rolling here. I'm trying to do everything and everything sucks. 
Well, we had it all figured out until the computer decided to not be a and, 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 working and computer I, anymore. And when I tell you, the listeners here, that there is nothing that pisses TJ <laughs> Weber off more than technical difficulties on the podcast. <laughs> I I don't think that like Laura could piss you off to no end. Uh, your friends could piss you, family, whatever. There is nothing that will get TJ Weber more heated. Then when technical difficulties go wrong on the podcast. Oh, no. Those semi-trucks got them going pretty good a couple weeks ago. Road Rage is up there. Road Rage is top three as well. Certain things things will set me off a little bit. Some of it it I play up for the the audience. Some of it's... uh, (laughs) Podcast technical difficulties. Podcast technical difficulties get as real as it possibly can be. Because what the audience doesn't understand is the audience doesn't know what's going on, but we also don't know what's going on. And by we, I mean TJ, because I don't do shit. I'm, I'm useless when it comes to the audio issues, although I have to figure all that shit out for, for, for Book It. So I I'm, I'm play the TJ role for Book It that he does for Bruce. And when something goes wrong, we don't know how to fix it. No one knows how to fix it. And so we got to keep our run of shows going. So we got to strap, duct tape, plug shit in together to make it work so we can still get a show out. That's what we did. Crabby ass bitch. Yeah. I deserve That's that. Easy. I deserve that. I deserve that uh, crabby ass bitch thing sometimes because I do get a little heated. But the thing is, we put so much work into this. So much work. And, so and everything works. And it's perfect. And it's great. And I'm happy. And I even get a, a half a chubby. What? And, you know, I sit there and watch and this fucking red X comes out of nowhere and just annihilates me for no reason. And I've never even seen it. It's a new problem. Like if it was something that, all right, it's a it's a technical error or it's something with the mixer or you press the wrong button. I could deal with that. The red X doesn't tell me anything. And then the fucking software that's supposed to fix itself doesn't even know how to fix it. And then they say, talk to customer service. You think if the computer can't fix itself, customer service is going to fix it? You think some guy named Joe in Utah is going to go off because he's been there for two years? You think he knows how to fix the Red X on the fucking sound bullshit? You think there's a secret cheat code? Like, Microsoft, what are we doing here? Like, make it easier. If you have troubleshooting, it means you shoot the trouble. You figure (laughs) it the fuck out. Take the shit out. Give me my audio back. You can't even do that. God. Why did Joe have to get thrown under the bus here? Because Joe Joe is out there, and guess what? Joe's going to get a call from my ass, and he's going to think it's another little old lady that he's going to he, that forgets their password or something. <laughs> this guy though, he's going to have to talk to me. He he wants an easy day with Dolores, who can't figure out how to spell password. Uh, and his, he's like, "Oh, All right, open your browser." Here's here comes my ass with the red X, the red X on the speaker that I've never seen. That I didn't think it was even possible. It's just sitting there. And it it doesn't even tell me what the problem is. It just says everything doesn't work. It, it, <laughs> it doesn't even give you an error code. Let me look at this thing. It's just got a red X, and I click. It says audio service is not running. Well, fucking run it. <laughs> Hit the start button. I, here you go. Here's my start button. Here we go. Bing. There it goes. Pulls me up to get help. I do need some help. I need to get help. <laughs> Robo, Robo Karen ain't going to do it for he you. He says, I understand you're experiencing audio issues. No fucking shit. May I run a quick scan for you? Go ahead and do it. And then she says it should be fixed. Guess what, bitch? It's not fixed. <laughs> so what do I do next? Call Joe in Utah? God. Tired of it. All I'm trying to do is just host a podcast for like three listeners. And all I hear <laughs> is fucking Dolores with a goddamn red X saying, hey, you should re- you should do this quick scan because I can figure it all out. No, you got to call Joe in Utah. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, I'm done. Fuck you. Imagine like being from like Boston or New York and being that pissed off though. Just like, oh, I know. Oh, yeah, like, not a lot actually pisses me off. Like I definitely get heated about some stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff I play up. You're a pretty level-headed guy. Tech- technical issues on the podcast, thousand, one hundred thousand percent real every single time. That is real <laughs> reactions. I'm surprised there haven't been any holes punched in any walls, <sighs> any computers thrown off the. Thrown in the woods. Nick, you pay you pay a thousand dollars for the computer, right? You get Windows 10, the best of the best. Bill Gates fucking invented the goddamn thing himself. You get a 
$1,500 camera. You get another $1,000 camera. Yeah, we were flexing a little bit. Apologize. <laughs> you get Adobe Sick. Premiere Pro. That's not cheap. You buy Wirecast, the best fucking streaming service out there. And a red X is what shuts us down? A red X? A one red X. And it's like a mystery thing. You think if the computer could put a fucking red X up there, they'd be able to fix the red X. It's not like it's unknown. We obviously know what the deal is, but I go fix it. God. I'm actually playing an April Fool's prank on you. I I, I installed something uh, on your computer remotely. Just that's to... fine. Take the ban away. <laughs> Take it away. Because, Nick, I might record myself on the phone with Microsoft tomorrow and explain to them what the fuck's going on, and I guarantee I'm going to go through four people that have never seen it in their life. Put that on TikTok. That'd be good content. And let... Can I give you an update on a software update? Zero percent. We're 48 minutes in. Zero percent. What are we doing here? Status downloading. My ass. Zero percent. <laughs> Turns wow. out he just forgot to turn on the internet. Oh, the Wi-Fi wasn't on. Oh, okay. Goose Fraba. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, that's uh, that's our technology problem going on right now in Bruce on the Balcony. Yeah. Love to see it. Your thoughts are welcome. 314-877-8597. Hopefully, we'll be back. You can always text us. You can always get involved with the program. Uh, we do have another show coming up. I am going to Vegas on Friday. We can talk about that trip a little bit. Usually, there's more stories after the trip, so we might just save it. Uh, but we do have one more show coming at the end of the week, so we might make this one a bit shorter. Uh, hopefully, we get this shit figured out for, for Thursday. And then hopefully. once we do that, uh, we'll record our normal stuff with our listener questions. We can do stuff with uh, with the games and all that. But uh, I think we I think we did good here, boys. We this was a, little, a strong uh, show. A little injured on the injured reserve, but we we still got through it here. I mean, this is like I think this show. I mean, Tali can 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 step in, but I think this was like going three for four for two RBIs with a with a strained hammy. We had good stories. Yeah, we had good stories. Yeah, yeah. And it's always fun to laugh at someone's misfortune, especially when they're dealing with technology issues. Especially with TJ. That's- yeah. On my gravestones can be like, cause of death, <laughs> wirecast, windows, <laughs> anything to do with the fucking computer. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. In my eulogy, I'm going to tell Laura, <laughs> I'm going to say, I want you to tell everybody, my husband was really a level-headed guy. He handled his stress very, very well. And then windows happened. <laughs> then wind and then the X came. And then Adobe Premiere Pro happened. TJ's funeral, they're gonna ask us, all right, would anyone like to come up and share their favorite memories of TJ? And we're just gonna play a clip from this show. Him going oh, off on windows in a red X. Well, it all happened when the red X was on top of the speaker on the bottom right hand corner of the screen. And you got Joe in Utah that couldn't figure the fuck out. <laughs> Joe couldn't save you. I'll tell you right now, when I call them tomorrow, and I'm way more level-headed, if his name's Joe, I'm going to die. <laughs> just go off. I'm going to go off. <laughs> now you're going to get Charlene, and then she's going to transfer. Hi, I'm going to transfer you over to my associate, Joseph. Yeah. You're like, oh, no. Here we go. Nick, I'm telling you, when, when Book It hits, and we all go full-time, and we're making millions of dollars, the first thing I'm doing, the, so me and Nick will be the highest paid. Tolly's going to be right there. And then the, I'm sorry, Tali. Maybe right up with you or even above you is going to be the fucking engineer. Because <laughs> the engineer handle all of my life from then on. Nothing. I'll never touch a damn thing. They're going to do this thing where they go, TJ, you're on, and they're going to point to me, and all I do is talk, and I just give my hot takes here, and I have fun, and we we host a damn show like we've wanted to do forever. You just walk in, you sit down, and you just go. Your script, and so you're handed to you. My coffee one day, and I sit. The down coffee for spice. I'm intern. Take myself back, and I go. They go. Well, we got a red X on the speaker. And I'll go, ha, ha, do you now? Figure it out. Sucks. You're not going to find out about that until it's like, hey, guys, recording's going to be pushed back a little bit because that engineer is going to come to me and go, hey, I got bad news. (laughs) You're not recording for a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, TJ will be in his in his penthouse suite or whatever. Like, okay, I'll be down. I can have another glass of whiskey because I'm only drinking whiskey tonight. Nothing else. (laughs) Just drinking whiskey. I'll be no pulling my hair shot. out with the engineer trying to figure it out so we can record. Yeah. Beautiful. Tell you what, though, we go we go back to the reserves. We go back to the old computers. That's what we did today. 
That's why you have them. That's why you have them. That's why you have the old, the, the extra equipment. We got the old mixer here, just chugging along. I mean, if we want to talk about things that are steady and don't break and have worked all along, this fucking mixer. Why in the fuck would you say that? <laughs> you know what's <laughs> happening next week now. But yeah, TJ, yeah, the, the connection on the mixer is a little funky. I don't know why it's coming scratchy right now. I'm telling you, this little, this little Alicia's Multi-Mix 4 has been a powerhouse. From the TJ Weber show days all the way to now plugging along for Bruise and Book It. I mean, this thing's doing double duty over here. This, this, thing's on, meditate. this is why I meditate for worries this, about this fucking equipment. This thing day. is on for like 12 hours out of the day and just stringing along between meetings and shows and productions. It's- Definitely burning out this week now. Definitely yeah. burning out for sure. Thoughts? Welcome three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. That's a fantastic show today. We played a man down. I feel like lost our normal equipment, but we keep bringing the heat, and we're gonna have a more jam packed show on Thursday. But we like talking to you guys. We like being back two days a week. We hope you guys are enjoying it as well. We'll have games coming up on Thursday. We'll have listener questions. We'll get me ready for Vegas. Hopefully, uh, maybe we can see Nick down there. We'll see what happens. See what happens and see what the maybe. book gang's doing in old Reno. Maybe they can make the short eight-hour trip down and party with us a little bit. When I tell you that drive sucks, <laughs> that drive from Reno to Vegas, nothing but desert and bumfucks that are trying to hide from the government. Mm. <laughs> that is all there is. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Hawthorne, Nevada. Eight hours is no joke. I got I got uh, antsy going to Indy the other day. I was like, how far is Indy? I forgot. I got to like three hours in. I'm like, holy shit, this is far. I would I always thought it was just, you know, like a Kansas City ride. So it's, it, it feels it a lot is. longer than that. No, it feels like two Kansas City trips. It's about the same. I thought Kansas City is like three and a half. Indy's only four hours. Four and a half. No, it's four. Learn it's how four to drive. It's it. four. TJ, I go eight hours past there. It's four hours. It's four hours, TJ. Felt like longer than that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It might have been the construction every five miles. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, dad, the semis. It's bad. In the semis. I had a really fun time on the way there. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. All right. I'll let you guys go. For Nick, for Tally, I'm TJ. See you guys on Thursday. Hey, those Bras on the balcony.